Hey, and thanks for joining me for episode 22 of the Roaring Out podcast. So this one's going to be a little bit different for a few reasons. Some, If you've been following this podcast, you know that since maybe September or October of 2015, I've been posting a podcast episode every week. And then in January, I posted an episode every day for a week. Um, and then I sort of tapered off. Uh, and there are a couple of reasons for that. One is uh, due to just a personal schedule change and getting a bit overwhelmed with other work that I had to do. So some of it was just time that I didn't have to keep going every week. And another one was just material. I have things to talk about, but again, with time, it was difficult to come up with the time to make outlines and record and post and all, you know, all of these things take time and altogether it, you know, it, it adds up the time. So what I've decided to do, um, and first off, I want to thank you guys, my faithful listeners for being so patient and these past few weeks that I haven't been posting. So a couple of changes are going to be happening Um, The first is that I will be posting for the foreseeable future every other week. Now, I'm saying this in March of 2016, and there will be an exception in April of 2016. That's National Poetry Month, and I'm planning some fun things for that month. Um, And I will be posting every week for April, and then we'll go back to every other week. I'm hoping that every other week will help me manage my time a little more efficiently, help me prevent burnout just on my end, and also just help me cu- keep coming up with quality content for you, my listeners. I And another reason why I've been sort of lagging also is that I'm coming up with some really cool episodes and some really cool series, but again, these take time and keeping up with everything every week, I'm not able to come up with as good a content as I could, you know, if I sort of pared down my schedule. So some things you can look forward to in the coming weeks are episodes such as The Meaning of Friendship and also uh, I'm planning a series I'm really, really excited about called A Survival Guide for Renaissance Souls. So I believe that will be coming up probably around June or sometime in the early summer. So again, just paring down my podcast schedule to once a week with the exception of April, 2016, I'll be able to come up with really great content and series for you guys. So again, thank you so much for your patience. And just the last sort of change that's going to be coming up, at least just for this month, March of 2016, is that I'm going to be sharing some content audibly via the podcast that I've shared on my blog. I know that some people like reading, but some people like listening. So I figured I'll just experiment with reading with, of course, you know, I'll, I'll insert some new content, just speaking and elaborating on the podcast of some blog posts and see how that goes um, every other week, just for the month of March. And, you know, maybe I'll do something different for May after poetry month. But 
we'll see. So for this one, I wanted to share uh, one poem that I really like. Anytime anyone asks me what my favorite poem is or my favorite poet is, this poet and this poem come to mind. And this is also a bit of a teaser for what's coming up in April. I am planning on every week in April for Poetry Month sharing one poem that I really enjoy as well as why I like the poem. So this is a bit of a teaser for that. So I wanted to share the poem, What Do Women Want? by Kim Adonizio. It's from her book called Tell Me. And again, anytime anyone asks me, who's your favorite poet? She's one of the top on my list. Um, because as you'll see in this poem, she is just so sassy and she just does what she wants. You know, she is this sort of, you know, rock and roll chick that, you know, she doesn't care what other people say. And you can really tell that sort of kick-ass attitude from her poem and especially this poem. So I'll read it and then I will talk a little bit about why I want it or why I want it, why I like the poem rather. (laughs) I guess what I mean is by by what I want it is I I really wish I would have written this poem. That's really what it comes down to. So (laughs) without further ado, here's the poem, What Do Women Want? by Kim Adonizio. I want a red dress. I want it flimsy and cheap. I want it too tight. I want to wear it until someone tears it off me. I want it sleeveless and backless, this dress, so no one has to guess what's underneath. I want to walk down the street past thrifties and the hardware store with all those glittering keys and the, with all those keys glittering in the window, past Mr. and Mrs. Wong selling day old donuts in their cafe. Past the Guerra brothers, slinging pigs from the truck and onto the tolly, hoisting the slick snouts over their shoulders. I want to walk like I'm the only woman on earth, and I can have my pick. I want that red dress bad. I want it to confirm your worst fears about me, to show you how little I care about you or anything except what I want. When I find it, I'll pull that garment from its hanger like I'm choosing a body to carry me into this world through the birth cries and the love cries too. And I'll wear it like bones, like skin. It'll be the goddamn dress they bury me in. Whew, I love the sass of this poem. I mean, it is just, this is just like a fuck you poem, right? it's, It's the idea of, screw you and what you think about me. This is who I am. I've got attitude and you better get out of my way. I just love the no holds barred brashness of this language. I mean, even in the lines, like I wanted to confirm your worst fears about me, especially I think in American culture, there's such an emphasis on making good first impressions. And with lines like that, confirming your worst fears about me, it just doesn't care, right? It's just this idea of I am who I am and you can accept it or you cannot. And it's flying in the face of a good first impression and saying, I wanted to confirm your worst fears about me and who I am. And sometimes worst fears that people have aren't necessarily bad, such as maybe the speaker of this poem Maybe the worst fears for her are 
being an independent woman. Sometimes independent women really scare other people. Sometimes even just the color red, which is just boldness and brashness embodied, can scare other people. So, you know, if someone has those worst fears about me, personally, I'm not afraid of them being confirmed. Um, I mean, what Adonizio does in this poem is she really dives headfirst into the face of what is expected of women and just flies in the face of it with the, you know, I, you know, what I'm envisioning is just a middle finger, right? And just saying, screw you. And I love too that she talks about her community. It's not just about her. She wants other people in her community to see her and to know her for who she really is. Finally, I really just love those last lines where she says, uh, I'll pull that garment from its hanger like I'm choosing a body to carry me into this world. It's like she's being birthed with this dress. And then it says, uh, through the birth cries and the love cries too. So we have this juxtaposition, this these opposing ideas, birth cries, right, which tend to be pretty painful, their beginnings, and then love cries too of heartbreak, of loving people and being let down or loving people and having that love be returned. And then she says, I'll wear it like bones, like skin. It'll be the goddamn dress they bury me in. I mean, I wish I had come up with those lines, right? Just the idea that a dress or even any piece of clothing can embody who you are. And the fact that you will be this person through life, from the beginning of your life to the end. Um, I mean, it's it's such such an affirming statement she makes. It's as if she's saying, this is who I am and I'll be this until I die, no matter what anyone says. I mean, I read this poem and I have instant confidence. I just, I love it. And I feel like this red dress, this speaker gives me this confidence to really be who I am. And of course, I just love red dresses. If you're familiar with my poetry or you've seen me speak, you know that one of the things I love to do is oftentimes when I speak, I'll wear a red dress. And I, one of the reasons I do that is because of this poem. I've, this has been a favorite of mine for probably going on five or six years now, probably since 2009. And so I, you know, I really, I do have a collection of red dresses and I sort of rotate them through all of my speaking engagements. And I just love it because I feel like I'm embodying this poem and also this confidence that I get just from reading this poem. So I hope that this has been a confidence booster for your morning. Um, and I hope you will strut out in a red dress, whatever that may be or whatever shape that may take for you today. So thanks again so much for joining me. Um, thanks again so much for your patience with my mini hiatus from this podcast. And just know that I'll be back in full force with a slightly altered schedule every other week instead of every my usual every week. Thanks so much. And as usual, if you have something to add about this poem or just um, the poem in general or about this episode, feel free to reach out to me using the reach out links in the show notes. And if you love this podcast or have something really great to say about it, I really hope you'll rate it using the link that's also provide in the, provided in the show notes. And I'll see you all in two weeks.